Welcome to Redefining the Good Life, the podcast that calls BS on the rat race of modern life and helps you finally have the courage to go after your dreams. I'm your host, Aishan Karaduman, aka The Omnivorist. I'm a life coach and functional nutritional therapy practitioner. Using a blend of mindset tools and ancestral nutrition, as well as understanding just what it means to be human today, I'm here to help you change the trajectory of your life. Another future is possible, my friend. Welcome on board. Hello, welcome back to a new episode of Redefining the Good Life. As you know, we have recently completed the free challenge, Regret Proof Your Life. And I think it's not an exaggeration when I say that it was a pretty life-changing week for all involved. Asking yourself good questions is one of the most powerful things that you can do to create the future you want. Most of us are actually not even aware of how truly powerful we are. And the questions are just such a great way to get your imagination going. And by the way, the challenge was really fun for for me to do and for everybody who attended. And I'm definitely thinking about offering it again in the next few months, possibly into the fall. So make sure that you sign up for my newsletter um, so that you can be notified. I have that link um, in the show notes. And one of the questions we answered, one of the journal prompts um, for one of the days was, what makes you jealous or envious? Now, this is a question that might surprise you, maybe. I mean, like, who likes to think about that, right? But I think that jealousy can be such a good teacher. I think jealousy is often a message from your, like, your inner voice that there is something in there for you, like whatever situation or person or thing that's making you jealous or envious, there is something in there for you that you want for yourself. And chances are, you're not going after it because of lack of confidence. Now, it's one thing to know what you want, and another thing to actually go after it. And this question about confidence and going after what we want in life, it came up so much during the challenge that I figured, you know, that basically inspired today's episode. So let's cover the basics first. What is confidence? Self-confidence. That's what we're talking about here. Now, confidence is a feeling. It's the way we feel. So it's something, because it's a feeling, it's something that we create with our thinking, so once again, I often use in my in my work the self-coaching model by um, developed by Brooke Castillo of the Life Coach School. And in like according to that model, we have circumstances, which is anything that's out there in the world that is outside of us. Those are neutral. And we have thoughts around those circumstances. So any like stories we write basically, right? And those thoughts create our feelings. Our feelings inspire our actions or sometimes inaction. And all those actions or inaction create our results in life. These are, this is basically the outcomes that we have in our life. So for me, at its most basic, confidence is a feeling that is created 
by a version of the belief that you can figure something out. Really, that is the minimum baseline for confidence. It's not that you have already mastered something, right? It's easy to feel confident about things that we already master, that we already know really well. But it's rather that, you know, or, or at least in the, way I'm gonna, in the way that I'm going to talk about it today, in the way that is useful to cultivate, to go after the future you want, the confidence that I'm talking about is your trust in your ability to figure out something hard that's new to you. And why is that even important? Well, let's think about it. Like lack of confidence holds you back in so many ways, like big and small in your life. So it could be something like at work, you're not going after promotions because you're feeling like, eh, you know, you know, maybe I'm not the best for like for this. Well, you're just feeling shy about it. You just don't like to, you know, you don't like to um, sell yourself or whatever. Or maybe there are job offers that you are tempted by, but you think you're not qualified enough. And we women are especially guilty of this. It's something like, I think, like guys will apply to a job if they're 60% qualified and women will hold back unless they're 100% qualified. That's crazy. Um, It might hold you back from pursuing friendships, right? This could show up in your social life. You might, you know, shy away from um, engaging with people that interest you. You know, maybe there's like this really cool mom at school pickup that you see every day And you kind of admire her, but you don't come out of your shell to ask her to have coffee together. Of course, this also might come up in, you know, regarding romantic partners as well. This could also come up, for example, you know, you might be too scared to develop your own style. And you might be staying with basic safe pieces, even though maybe bold colors and cuts or vintage dresses really call out to you. And it could hold you back, once again, regarding your professional life, it might hold you back from pursuing your dream, for example, if you have a dream project, going after building your own business, right? Again, you talk yourself out of it because you somehow don't feel up to the task. So there are so many ways in which lack of confidence holds us back and really prevents us from living our best life. And I think one crucial reason why we don't feel confident and we get afraid of taking action is because of what we make it mean when we fail. I don't know if you have read the wonderful book by Brene Brown, Daring Greatly. And actually that title comes from a quote by Theodore Roosevelt, which I'm going to share with you here. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Ooh, powerful, right? Those cold and timid souls. (laughs) You don't want to be like the cold and timid souls. 
you got to get out there. (laughs) So here's what I want to, you know, offer you. Can you take action and sometimes fail and fall on your face, feel like an idiot, and still love yourself? Can you be proud that you're in the arena anyway? Okay? So again, most of the, like, the biggest reason most of us hold back from doing what we want is because we end up writing a shitty story when things don't go as we planned. But that's not a problem, right? I mean, it's the shitty story that's the problem. It's not the actual having tried and failed that's the problem, right? And I um, did a did an episode a while back called How to Have Your Own Back. I would highly recommend that you go back to that because this is basically the idea that, you know, we have our own back no matter how hard life gets. And this is such a crucial skill to develop. I think of confidence as a kind of imagination. Like you can imagine um, yourself doing the thing you want and you get fueled by that feeling and you dare to go after it. So it's like the example I gave earlier of not applying for a job because you're not totally qualified. It's like, you know, if you don't apply because, oh, you don't want to waste anybody's time, you know, that's just you lacking imagination and making yourself small. Because the truth is, you never know. If you can imagine yourself at a job and imagine doing it well, then you don't fail ahead of time by not even applying. Of course, this goes for so many other things in life, right? We so often don't even allow ourselves the chance to fail. Yes, I am using that word deliberately, the chance, because there's always learning and wisdom when you take action that is not available when you're just sitting there ruminating. And all of this is because there's something I really want you to know, and that is that your desire is sacred. Take it seriously. If you want something with all your heart, it is most likely meant for you. Lack of confidence will have you dismiss yourself or dismiss the dream. And this is why it's so, so, so important to develop confidence. You know, you're going to have those thoughts that come up like, who am I to blah, blah, blah. Like, you'll feel like an imposter. And that's okay. Remember, you're daring greatly. Even if you fail, you're going down fighting. And I mean, isn't that what makes life worthwhile, right? So again, confidence is your trust. It's simply your trust in your ability to figure something out. But until you get there, a feeling that's also really, really useful is courage. When you're at the beginning stages of going after a goal, you know, your confidence is pretty shaky, pretty wobbly, right? So in order to dare, in order to go after it, in order to start taking action, you need courage. And as you drum up your courage and as you slowly start taking action, then your confidence starts to build slowly, right? And what I would really suggest, I think this is a very useful exercise at this juncture, is going back into your past and going back into your past accomplishments and all of the examples of when you figured out something hard for the first time, like finishing your studies, learning how to drive, learning a foreign language and becoming an expat, birthing a child, creating a happy home, 
etc., etc. Like make that list and don't just put big things, like put small things in there too. And really allow yourself to bask in the pride of everything you have already created up until now. So I was thinking about a recent example from a client. I have this wonderful client, Veronica, who lives in London, and she recently got um, headhunted for a temporary position that she's highly qualified for. And um, she was feeling pretty confident about, you know, getting the job. But when I asked her about the pay, she was like, oh, well, um, you know, the pay is really so below so much below what I'm truly worth. But, you know, I could tell, like, she was already talking herself out of asking for more money or asking for as much as she thought she was worth. And, and of course, that's when I came in. I was like, okay, 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 let's just clean this up. <laughs> and we had her really switch her thinking around this because, you know, especially I think as women, we have this tendency to really think like, even if it's a job we're 100% or 120% qualified for. We, we like tend to think of it like, like someone's doing us a favor by offering us a job, right? We get into this like really weird energy of just being grateful, you know, it's just, it's great anyway. And, and, and we, we're not like, we're not fully in our own power. So what we did together was instead of her going into those negotiations with her default thinking, we got curious. First of all, we got curious about the thoughts she was already having around this so that we understood where she was coming from and we got awareness around around those. So we got awareness around the thoughts that were diminishing her confidence, at least when it comes to the money. And, and then we asked her brain some really good questions like, why am I perfect for this job? Why do they need me more than I need them? Okay, and she really went to work. She really did her work there. She came up with a whole bunch of reasons, a whole bunch of thoughts. And once she looked at that list, she was like, holy shit. And she felt so powerful. She felt so confident. And she went in there. She went into that negotiation. And <laughs> she ended up getting almost 40% more than the original offer, even though the headhunter was like, oh, there's no room there, don't even ask, we're not gonna even da 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 da. I mean, we weren't having any of that bullshit together. Almost 40% more than what was originally being offered. Amazing, right? All because she took the time to get coached, to clean up her thoughts and go into it with the right mindset and like feeling like the queen that she is. So powerful, right? And here's what I want you to like what want you to see here. Think of it how confidence is a practice. It's not like eye color, right? You either have it or you don't. We we often tend to think, you know, we look at those people who have so much confidence who just go after life with everything they've got and we're like we, we admire them and we think, "Oh, I wish I had that." But you can have that. It's a practice. I really want you to like get that. Like, just look at this example. Like, we just took that one instance and turned it into gold for her, basically. And it was really quite easy. So here's what I want to say once again. As you work on developing confidence and as you go after, as you start taking action and go after your goals, understand that it is going to get uncomfortable. Growth means you get out of your comfort zone and getting out of your comfort zone is uncomfortable. 
And part of confidence and part of developing confidence is learning to be okay with that. Because when you take risks, yeah, you risk losing, but you also risk winning big. In fact, it's your only chance at winning big at the game of life, right? And anytime you're struggling with something, just remember that someone else, probably not much brighter than you, has already figured it out. <laughs> this was definitely something that helped me a lot when I was learning how to drive at the ripe old age of 45. <laughs> so just to summarize what I've um, brought to you here, in order to build confidence in any area of your life, you just need the minimum baseline thought, I can figure this out, okay? You just start with that. That's enough to get you started to take action. And it will be uncomfortable and that will require courage. And you get to intentionally decide at any given moment that your current level of ability is perfect for the next step involved. That's all you need. And then you slowly build your confidence as you keep going. And then you look back one day and you're filled with awe and pride at how far you have already come. For me, a great way to think about confidence is really having the courage to be more of who you truly are. Getting closer to that, like that essential self every day. It's like peeling off the layers of years of conditioning and formatting and all the shoulds. And, you know, if we start from the assumption that you are worthy no matter what, and you have value to offer the world, and that it is important that you do and say what lights you up. When you have this mindset, confidence and courage are like a natural byproduct. So what if you believed that what you had to contribute was important, that it had to be put out there? And think about how your life could look different if you had more courage and confidence in your everyday life. Just don't chicken out on your life, okay? This is important. You are important, my friend. And if what I've said today has resonated with you, if there is any area of your life where you're feeling like, ah, oh, there are things there, but I'm too afraid to even go there, call me. I can help you. It doesn't have to be hard. In fact, in fact, you've already been doing it the hard way up until now. You might be amazed at the power of what your thoughts, what your mindset can create and to go after whatever it is that you want. If it's the business that the business idea you've had forever, if it's finding love, if it's moving from the city to a smaller place, whatever it is that you long for, know that it is easy to fix it. Just let me know. My email is in the show notes. I would love to help you out. I will speak to you next time, my friend. 